0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to Choose Positive Living on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest today is Jessie Wild. And there is a little bit of a wild side to her. And because of this wonderful wild side, she knew that she needed to find something to bring her about an equilibrium, a balance, to reduce anxiety, and to connect within. And so mindfulness and, and yoga and inner health and outer health and everything is what she's all about and she even created wonderful online courses for people during this COVID time to handle the stresses and the un uncertainty of what even tomorrow is going to bring never mind down the road and it's all about navigating this these unsure times and instead of being so panicked about them looking at them is that what do they mean to us personally what can we do on a, on an inner job at the present moment that can set ourselves free and put her in a right put us in a right balance so we know which direction we are going in from the inside out and not be worried so much about what's going on externally i think we all need a little bit of zen at the present moment moment a little calmness at the present moment but as I said the, you know the name is so appropriate the wild because there's a wild spirit about her that I was drawn to when I first met her at my son's restaurant that she's now working at as well humble roots got old plug there and it was that spirit that I was drawn to of just an exuberance for life and mm. we need that exuberance for life folks no matter what shoot comes down down the road to sort of hits us with it, it we've, we've got to look at life in a different way and if you've got that inner positivity you're just going to be able to cope with things on the outside of so much more so let's dive into jesse's spirit today and see what we can pick from this beautiful wild field uh, orchard of wisdom and uh, see how we can get our equilibrium back welcome jesse thank you for having me <laughs> delight. I knew from the first time I met you that this was going to have to happen. So here we but are.
1: Here we are. And I just have to say thank you for the most beautiful introduction I have ever had.
0: Ah, oh, oh, well, meant that every was incredible. word of it. <laughs> meant every word of it. And, and oh, there is a goodness. wild spirit about you. You know, I know you've had yeah. your own journey, your own why, your own ups and downs. You know, you're yes. a single mum, you're in transition yourself in life at the present moment. But there is this positive spirit about you that is, you know, I, I can imagine you have your down times, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine you give in to them.
1: Mm, not for very long.
0: I've learned,
1: I've learned over the years. So the the wild spirit that, that you've been speaking about is um, because of how I was raised and just coming from a, a society and expectations within cultural backgrounds of conformity, I was led down a path that was not in alignment with the truth of who I of who I truly am. Mm-hmm. So I was brought up, you know, being the good girl and listening and behaving and doing all of those things to to appease my 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 parents and my family, my extended family. And so the wildness comes in because it wasn't until I around the age of 27, it took me a while, <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of woke up and said, "Oh, I'm the creator of my own happiness mm. and other people don't have the answers for me. I have the answers for mm-hmm. me. And then the wildness component is, is the bravery and the courage to mm. take those steps that are in alignment with your truth.
0: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, Cause it's um, tough. Oh. And, and, and you know, it's, it's going to hit us. I call them the, the redirects, you know, whether ah. it's 27 or 57. in my case, it's the redirect. You know, that mm-hmm. when suddenly you realize you're at a dead end, life isn't working for you. Yes. Um, and that you're hitting your head up against a brick wall. You're so discontented with yourself yeah. and you're blaming your surroundings. And really it is like, no, your surroundings are a reflection of what's going on on the inside. Absolutely. Right? So calm the waters on the inside, redirect yes. yourself to calmness, yes. and then you will find the outside will start matching the inside.
1: But I could not agree
0: more. That mm-hmm. requires work, doesn't it? It requires, it so certainly you know, yes. yeah, yeah. as you said, no one can, can tell you what to do, but what they can do is guide you. Mm-hmm. They can share with you, which you are now doing with other people. Mm-hmm. You're sharing your why. You're sharing the skills that you've learned that mm-hmm. helped you Discover mm-hmm. you and find your equilibrium and and mm-hmm. redirect yourself, and that's all that we can do in life. Is that we can be there as an inspiration, we can be there with with our tools and our skills and yes. share them. But yes. it's up to each and every one of us of how we apply them. Yes, and whether yes. we participate in our own lives. Because I think we've got a society that keeps waiting for someone else to fix them,
1: without exactly. realizing
0: it's your job. You got it. You got it, sister. And that's
1: been, that's been my journey in a nutshell is understanding that I have the answers for me. And like, I love that you use the word inspiration because that's how I view outside influences. Now it's not being good or bad, Mm -hmm. but that it piques my interest. And I get curious around certain people like yourself that I want to ask more and Mm -hmm. inquire about their journey because I see something in someone that inspires me to be a better version of myself because they've connected to different layers that I perhaps haven't tapped into yet. And uh, that was when I found yoga actually was around the age of 27. Um, because it, something needed to shift, just like you said, my, my environment was just not in alignment with my truth. It, I was, did, you know, I was a box ticker. So I mm-hmm. got married really young. Um, I met my ex-husband when I was 19 and got married at 23, had the child at 25, had the house, had the job, the car, the dog, the white picket fence, did all the things, the everything <laughs> that is supposed to make everything. you happy. Yes. 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 mm mm-hmm all the things that society tells us and my family traditions mm-hmm. coming from a strong Italian Catholic background, mm-hmm. that, that is, that is the way that things are meant to be. And that's how you achieve long lasting happiness and fulfillment. So did all of that and just, and crashed. I think what the the final, the breaking point was, um, I had, and great, I'm so grateful for it now because it brought me of course, to where I am today. I was uh, a preschool teacher at the time. And I decided while on maternity leave to uh, set up my own daycare in my home. So we purchased a home that had a space to run a, a, a childcare center. So I did that. And it took me about a year to set up and brought in like the excavators and put wood chips in the background and um, built a website and did everything, licensing, all of that stuff. And I crashed and burned. I lasted two years. I was by myself with five kids under the age of six mm-hmm. for 13 hours a day, Monday to Friday. And yoga saved my life.
0: <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, it's being around older. that age group who are yeah. yes. the whole time you need yes. some yogurt <laughs> just, you know, oh, just switch just to switch everything off and bring it back uh, down yeah you know, this is you know definitely during the COVID time we've taken our hats off to the yeah. care you know to the care, child caregivers and the yes. and the teachers and everything else and to realize what they do go through on a yes. daily basis so yeah. yes absolutely lots of awareness there but you sure. know you said you know the inspiration for me I always say the inspiration begets invitation because mm. when you're inspired by something you're invited
1: Mm -hmm. to explore
0: more you're invited to try it out you're invited to see well could this be me right right and that's where you know it isn't um a dictation it isn't a you've got to because that paradigm doesn't work anymore don't tell me i what i've got to i know i've got to do something but i don't know what to do and so when you're inspired by someone and go gosh that worked for you that Mm -hmm. did this for you Mm -hmm. that sounds really good i want to give it a try Mm -hmm. It might not be for them, but it is at least a shift in the right direction. Exactly. Sometimes you've got to try a few things before you find the right fit. For sure.
1: For sure. Absolutely. And I remember if I could recall, you know, when when I was in that state of not really knowing who I was, not knowing what direction Mm -hmm. to go in. There was quite a few um, different scenarios, of course, being the yoga studio and seeing those poised yoga instructors at the front, just in their power and their Mm. confidence. I hadn't really seen an example of a woman in her power before yoga. And before, um, I remember going on a bachelorette party with my ex-husband's cousin's now wife and her and her friends. And we all went to um, I think it was the there was that somewhere on the Island and they were just, you know, just completely confident and just exuding this level of um, self-love and compassion Mm -hmm. and acceptance for their bodies and for the, for themselves. And at that point I was just so embarrassed about my body. You know, I had lost 60 pounds. so I was around 200 and 205, I think at my peak. So, you know, the stretch marks, the loose skin and we, and we idealize, our bodies needing to be a certain way in order to yeah. love them and to have yeah. this acceptance piece. So my journey and, and the, the, the things that I inspire right now are, are all of the hurdles that I've been able to overcome in my life and all the roadblocks and the, the limiting beliefs that I was brought up with that I've been able to shed and let go of those layers and truly authentically step into my power. Right. So um, a lot of what I do, you know, people say, how do you operate? And I say, I, i'm just me and you know i make it my job to feel good every single day And just by me simply being myself, I inspire others to get curious and ask me
0: questions. And then I have my offerings to people. Right, and that is the way it's meant to be done. And this is what we're telling people all along. Please be you. yes. Yes. (laughs) Your self-discovery is in what is your beautiful instrument in life. Learn to play that instrument. Find an orchestra to play it with. Yes. Right? And oh, be that, I that inspiration so for other people. It's yes. not about you emulating someone else. No. It's not about you becoming this person or that person. It's not about loving yourself only when you're thin. It's loving yourself fat, thin, square, oblong, the triangle, whatever yes. it is. It's finding that yeah. self-love. And when you do, you find the inner peace. You find the inner purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that in that instrument, yeah. you just embrace you just become it and you know what we say this in any business before people buy you they're going to uh, before they're going to buy your business they're going to buy you buy you right I've heard that you know and and, you know again another thing with my son as you as you know he is the business yes Tyler is happy when people go away with a happy full tummy yes right That's the absolutely it's if you've had good food you've got a smile on your face your belly smiling and he's happy Right. And it may sound so simple, but Mm -hmm. that joy that he brings to people's stomachs Mm -hmm. (laughs) brings Mm -hmm. joy to the people in other aspects of their lives. And what is your instrument? Yes. I
1: learned that really powerfully last year when I went to burning man. Have you heard of
0: it? Yes. Yes. My niece goes to it all, all the time. Yes. Oh, so burning
1: man is a Mecca for people that, are themselves and that's why i wanted to go Is i wanted to be surrounded with other beings that have done the work have shed those layers of limiting beliefs and have really truly found their instruments and have connected to them and are ready to share their gifts with the world and i was remember being in camp with um this this shaman his name is atman which in yoga philosophy and according to the Bhagavad Gita, is the ultimate state of awareness Mm -hmm. such as samadhi he calls himself atman and the way that he just emulated the state of presence and he would go off on these speeches that you know were not him he was channeling his inner wisdom and i just you know pulled him aside and i was like i just would love to have five minutes of your time and i and i sat down square in the face and i think we did a little meditation to some breath work and we centered and i said why are we here Mm -hmm. what is this all about Mm -hmm. what is why are we here and he said to find your language of the divine, find your instrument, and mm-hmm. share it with the world.
0: That's it. That's it. Everybody's it's looking for this it's huge, it's profound, and, and, really and you sounds. know, the, the one thing, we, we've overcomplicated our lives because we've yeah. over-intellectualized it. Yes, yes. Right? we've, and we've placed so much. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we've placed so much importance on the academic. That we forgot to connect with our soul, our Mm -hmm. heart, our spirit, Mm -hmm. the intuitiveness, the knowingness, tapping into the soul with the soul brings the divine wisdom to the heart and the heart in resonance gives it to the spirit to get Mm into action and the mind knows what it needs to know when it needs to know it. This is data. This is a load of information, right, but if we don't bring the wisdom in, how are we going to know how to use the knowledge right right,
1: and that is the work that I do is I teach people to get out of their heads and into their bodies right, so that we can connect to that internal knowing that is a feeling. It's not an intellectual idea or a thought, no, it's a feeling that we learn to recognize feeling the
0: false, not the false. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. <laughs>
1: So that's my whole jam is, is I teach people through yoga, through breath work, through mindfulness activities. Um, sometimes it can come in the form of cold plunges mm-hmm. or plant medicines. I work with yeah. plant medicines on it on a beautiful scale, really connecting inward and in a controlled environment that is safe and supports an internal journey of the self. So I use these, I call them all my medicines and my Mm. tools to help bring people into that state of true acceptance of self and surrender, where then we can then feel our knowing and feel our way through life instead of thinking and judging our way through
0: life. Ah, judgment, (laughs) leading forgiveness, having to forgive. What do they mean by that? They're attacking me. Vulnerability, insecurity, and we've just riddled with it. And why we riddled with it? Why are we so dysfunctional as a human nation right now? Mm. Is because we've always been conditioned that we have to be servants of other people's whims, other people's desires, other people's expectations of us. The religious expectations, the political expectations, the family expectations, the the education expectation, the relationship expectation, and all exactly. this expectation is like, I am confused because yeah. this one, this yeah. expects that, and this one expects that. And I've mm. lost myself. And I, I lost myself completely because mm-hmm. I bent myself to living up to everybody else's expectation until oh. I was a pretzel. And oh, I, I completely, love that you said that. I completely lost myself. Yes. How many times has it happened in your life?
1: Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I asked that question because it's happened to me. Three times now. But as I get older, it happens less and yeah. the period of time gets shorter. Yes. And my ability to return home gets easier.
0: But you're and also that- in, a, in, a, in a cosmic energy now that right. is allowing people, it's giving people permission, it's inviting people to become themselves. Right. I'm right. from the era of woman. Yes. And of, of uh, the expectations, you, yes. know, you know, be the wife, raise the children. Misogyny. It's all about the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we had to wait until the shift. So 2012 was a shift and oh, wow. it, and ever since then the volume has been turned up on our frequency year by year by year by year and right. we are seeing people rise up to it and other people being left behind completely. Yes. Yes. Right? And so if you go with that flow, Right. and stop and just say, you know what? As Popeye says, I am what I am,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. And, and as I say, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm a mm-hmm. cup of strong black coffee. You yes. can take me or leave me. And when yes. you get to that point where you don't care, I mean, it's not a question of don't care, that it doesn't bother you yes. if somebody likes you or not. That's yes. their prerogative. Yes. They either yes. get your energy or they don't. Don't yes. take it. Yes,
1: yes. Oh, I love that so much. Because this is something that's helped me a lot um, in understanding and truly accepting that not I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Exactly. I'm the same as you. I'm a black cup of coffee, straight up with no cream or sugar. Exactly, right here, right, right a sister. Yep. Never let them tame your wild. Yes.
0: <laughs> Literally. Yes. <laughs>
1: so, know the last name. Um, but yeah, I, I started to recognize that if anybody is being triggered by my presence or my, my strength or um, vitality or whatever it is, whatever it is for them that, that they might not be able to recognize it is their own journey and their own learning. And I consider it a gift. Yes. So in my mind, whenever I have someone that's resisting my presence and it shows up in different ways, sometimes Mm -hmm. I, I try to always maintain a sense of non-judgment and holding space for that person while they work through what they need to work through as a result of me just simply being myself. Yeah. Because if someone's being triggered, that might be connected to their own level of acceptance of themselves, Right. that they are now being introduced to another layer of themselves that they haven't tapped into yet.
0: So yes. That's and, you know, the, the four agreements, you know, yeah. by Don Rue, you know, is yes. uh, speak yeah. your word from integrity, mm-hmm. uh, do not assume, ask, right? Mm-hmm. Do not take things personally. Right. Right. That's their issue if they read it that way. Right. Right. It's not yours. And just simply do your best, not measured by anyone else, measured by your own consciousness. Yes.
1: Oh, such a beautiful reminder. Thank you for that today.
0: That is so good. Four simple agreements.
1: Right, And if we live
0: by those codes, we're not going to get ourselves into a pretzel about, oh, so-so doesn't like me. Uh, They don't like you. They don't get you. They're not on your same vibe. They're not on your same wavelength. It's okay. And it also means it's okay to interact with people that are on different frequencies Mm -hmm. as long as respect and consideration is there. Not everybody is going to be riding on your your frequency. Right. and it doesn't mean we turn our backs on anyone else just because they're not. But as yes. long as there isn't competitiveness
1: mm-hmm.
0: or judgment, mm-hmm. then we're okay. Yeah. We're okay,
1: right? Yeah. You got it, community over competition. Yes. Right? Building oh, collaboration, you know. Collaboration, yes.
0: Yes, collaboration is my big seed. You know, compassion, collaboration, cohesiveness, yeah. uh, compassion, you know, all of those things that um, I don't like um, I love creativity and I love mm-hmm. things pushing you towards creativity, mm-hmm. but I hate uh, I really do not like in any way, this competitiveness where it then becomes judgmental and right. you are judged by what you uh, achieve rather than who you are. Yes. And you know, yes. when, when we're looking at, you know, the black lives matter right now, I would actually say black rights matter right. because all lives matter yes right but it's the rights that we're talking about that are being taken away from them as well as the original and and many other persecutions around the world and i wrote an article about i wish for a colorless world Mm -hmm. and you know some people have jumped on it maybe you don't respect my color i say i see your color it is your culture it is where you have come from it's how you live your life but i don't judge yourself by that color i look at your heart I look mm-hmm. at your character. I look mm-hmm. at your soul. That's mm-hmm. where I connect. What casing mm-hmm. you come in mm-hmm. doesn't, matter doesn't make to a me difference at all. to me. Either. Exactly.
1: Yes. I could not agree more. I was just having this conversation with a friend the other day and it was so it, that lesson came through for me so powerfully um after I left my ex-husband because I I understood that I needed to explore my myself in different ways and so i started to date people of all different genders and i could see so clearly that love is love and Mm -hmm. the expression of the soul is and the connection piece and that that authentic exchange between two people is so beautiful and it can be loved and felt on so many levels and it does literally does not matter the color of your skin or the car that you drive makes no difference
0: and that love does have different levels yes you can have the love like and yes. you know, I I love this person. I yes. love who they are, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't mean you're in love with them. You know, people right. get misconstrued to what love totally. is. Totally. You know, totally. it must mean a relationship. Well, first and foremost, it's a relationship with you. Yes. When you love you, others will love you in that light. Yes. Right? Yes. And and the love that you have on that relationship, is it friendship, is it companionship, is it just colleagues? Or is it something that can go more intimate? And right. we like to take this one word and, and, and again, box it up with a nice little bow and say, it, it's that. Yeah. Love should be the presence you live in.
1: Mm. You got it. You got it. (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) The presence that you live in. And I think that that's one of the things that COVID did so beautifully for people. Mm. Because if you didn't have a strong foundation and a strong presence in love going into COVID, it was very difficult for you. And I was on the spectrum of it being difficult. So I had to take a really good look at myself and say, you know, what are my practices that where I'm returning home to myself and how am I staying true to me? Because I let myself go during COVID and it took me having to just completely eject out of my home and go to Whistler for four days by myself to reset. I just, Mm. I always return back to running. So that's part of my spiritual practice is running and exercise. So I just ran my little heart out and ate really well. And I developed that seven day spiritual maintenance plan for anxiety and depression um, that we'll talk about in a bit. And I just returned home and and I said to myself, you know, I can't believe I did it again. I lost myself to the house, to the cleaning, to the mm-hmm. child, to the taking care, to the all of this stuff and the expectations of you know childhood. Just just started to come forward as almost like my default setting. Yes. And well, got, just, you, you know,
0: you've got to understand it's not just this lifetime's, um, you know, yeah. a, a programming. It's your, it's yeah. your ancestral programming. It's past life programming. It's oh, in, you sure. know, a cellular programming. And just yes. because you've changed course doesn't mean that when you get shifted into an unknown, which mm-hmm. COVID has put us in, mm-hmm. uh, an unknown, and 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 in the beginning, most certainly fearful. Because yeah. you know we had no idea what yes. is it, where is it, how do we get it, and everything else, and totally. we're in protective mode, and uh, so of course it is going to throw us out of the loop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How and it's so funny how put yourself back in sync is what's yeah. uh, is important. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm
1: glad that I did it again because now I've learned new tools. Yes. And I have a better way and a different way of expressing it to people, and I have a new language to mm. give to people and, and to offer to, to others that, that want to work with me in my, in my offerings. Um, because yeah, I really had to return home to myself again. Yes. And it was really difficult in the beginning, but I remembered all of the lessons that I had learned the first and the second time around and they just came flooding in. So that's why I asked you is like, yeah. how many times have you had to do it in your life? Because I trip for over me it's three, yeah, you know, but how no, many but times for you?
0: Yeah, you may, you may have more on all it is, yeah. is a readjustment <laughs> to the situation. Yes. Yes. Right? Like and, Attunement. At yeah. And attunement. And the And as coaches or counselors or spiritual people, we're inclined to be there for right. everyone else and we're the last ones on the agenda, right? You got it. And, you, you know, it. it's one of the reasons I, I do these shows where there's so many coaches and counselors and mentors and motivators yeah. is that uh, they need support too. Yes. Because they're constantly giving, but who yes. is replenishing their cup,
1: Yeah.
0: right? And if you don't replenish your own cup, then you're going yeah. to find yourself thirsty. Yes. Right? Yeah, so, totally. And that's what
1: happened. I yes. was like,
0: Oh, I've caught yeah. him Somebody give me a glass of water. here." <laughs> oh. uh, and that's the thing is what, it, you know, if, if we say it all the time, you know, the old um, oxygen on the plane, oxygenate yourself first before anyone else. And you got it. You know, we want to, especially if we're, if we're caregivers in any way, we want to go out there and help everyone. and, in doing so, we very often spend every last ounce of ourselves. And, and we can't give anything if we're depleted. Totally. And, you know, we have to replenish. So we have to have self-love, self-care. Be right. a little selfish.
1: Yes. Give your
0: own time. Selfish it's is okay.
1: self-love.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> and, you know, it's not the selfish at the expense of someone else. Right. right, that it's the selfish of the care of s- someone within you yes. that you're yes. neglecting, and if you yes. don't pay attention to that, how can you be anything to anyone else? Totally,
1: totally, and um, when you get to that point where you're screaming for something to shift within the self because you feel just so depleted, that that feeling was so strong inside of me during COVID at one point. And I'm just so grateful that I got to experience it again Yes, because now I'm working with clients that are describing where I was, you know, three, three months ago and, and I can truly authentically relate to it. And, and teach them, you know, how I was able to pull myself out of it and what, and what it meant to me and the thought process that came in with it. Mm -hmm. During COVID too, I was teaching a lot online because I, this was a time when people really needed a consistent program and someone to show up for them every day. And even though it did help me to show up for my audience and for my the members in my classes every day, taking them online, it definitely took its toll on me as I just sort of like started to let the background go because I was getting refueled by being in people's presence. Like I'm the definition of an extrovert. So I love teaching and being in front of, you know, 30, 40, 50, the number can go as high as it, as it wants to. And I'm okay with it in a classroom, but I no longer had that. So it working through a screen, I wasn't receiving what I was giving. Mm -hmm. And I didn't recognize that I wasn't receiving what I was as much as I was giving until it was to the point where I was like completely depleted and just needing to escape and reset myself. Yeah. So I, I recognize that now. And I know that, you know, because I was humming and hawing about taking my business online or opening a studio. And I know now in my heart that having a physical studio space is definitely the way to go in the same way that Tyler has a restaurant business, you know, having that face to face interaction, that contact that is, that is a huge part of my, of my self-love and where right. I get my needs met. And yeah. that's part of the reason why I'm at the restaurant is because my yes. social needs are being met. Now. Yes. Yes. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Because I know what I need. Right. I know what I need for my happiness and being around lots of people and serving them in that way. And those quick, awesome, you know, mm. authentic interactions fuel my soul and bring me so much joy.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, that is me value. completely. Uh, yeah. I also think that, that um, those that have gone through it make the best teachers. Yeah. Right. Because you can relate. You've been there. It may not be exactly the same, but you understand the feeling. Yes. Right. And, and you can speak to it. And uh, so it's more authentic. And I think that's the reason why many of us kind of have to go through suffering is to understand what suffering is and to be empathic about it and, and compassionate about it and understand what they need. And, uh, you know, I understand, you know, right now you build your your clientele up online and then when COVID is open, you open up that studio and they'll all be very hungry to actually come to the studio and do it. So we have to go with whatever the flow is. Last week I did eight shows, I normally do four. And I've got six this week, wow. and I prefer to stick between the four and five because you know yes. it takes a few hours to do each show. And last week it was it was eight, and I do my own show every week on Sarah's View of Life. And sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to do until I press record. And right. I press record, and I admitted I'm tired. I am tired. And what I need is a nothingness day. I have got stuff piled up here that I've got to address that I can't because I'm too busy doing shows. But what I would love is a day where there is nothing on the agenda. No one has any expectations of me. I could sleep all day or I could disappear all day. I could just do what I want and have a nothingness day. And I think this is something essential that we have a day where there is no expectation on you at all, it's just yes. a me day. Me
1: day, that's what I call it, a me day. I tell people, I'm busy doing nothing. Yes. I'm
0: busy. And, and, and <laughs> the importance of doing nothing. Oh, right? It, it, it is, it is a, a nurturing of yourself from everything. the inside out. It is Gosh. a calming, it is a reconnecting. It is just giving yourself a great big wonderful hug of love and, and caring. And if we don't do that, yes. then we, we get spent. Right, right. right and, and we seek
1: it outside of ourselves, yes. from our partners, from our yes. friends, yes. from outside sources to, to give us what we need to give to ourselves.
0: Exactly. So we need to, to do whatever we need to do. And, you know, the world is changing quite considerably right now. For a long time, it's been profit at the expense of people and planet. And Mm -hmm. one of the lessons we're here to learn in COVID right now is that while we're busy pointing fingers, there's three pointing back at us. Mm -hmm. We know everything is wrong out there. The system is Mm -hmm. broken Mm -hmm. and everything has reached that peak there was a movie back in the 70s called network where a guy opens up the window and said I'm sick and tired and I can't take it anymore Mm -hmm. and this is what the world is doing right now you know if everybody under the COVID umbrella around the world at the present moment we've all had to navigate new paths, we all have something unexpected. We all know there's a second wave coming. And right. it's all about which government is managing what and and using our common sense to say, if our government is set letting us down, which I'm referring to America here, Canada, we've right. been pretty good. Yes. Um, although, you know, we could have done better, but we still did pretty good. Right. And. We have to actually understand we can't pass the buck of responsibility onto everyone all the time. We have to take responsibility ourselves. And simple things like common sense, you know, washing the hands, wearing the mask, keeping your distance, being respectful of other people is all that we're being required to do. But we also have to look at it as a gift of time. We've been given the gift of time to review, to renew, to regroup to to reset our lives to explore Mm. what else is Mm. out there and to go do I want to go back to my life there Mm
1: -hmm. because for
0: so many people they've had the foot to the pedal Mm -hmm. and they've been going at full speed bypassing everything Mm -hmm. that is meant to mean something to the lessons that they Mm -hmm. were meant to learn along Mm -hmm. the way and we're Mm -hmm. asking everyone to take the country road Mm -hmm. get in the horse and cart Yes. You know, smell the dun, smell the roses, smell yes. the fields. You yes. know, interact with people along the way, and yes. slow down. And yes. this is this has done it for us because we're incapable of doing it for ourselves. Absolutely. So this is a lovely cosmic two by four. Yeah. Yes. To make a us lo- reset. What did
1: you call that? A lovely cosmic two by four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. I've been saying that the universe has sent us to our rooms.
0: Right. Yes. We yes. In a time well, out. what what is it? Um, somebody else said a psychic. Um. Yeah. No. A psychic timeout.
1: Right. A psychic timeout. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's beautiful. There was this um metaphor that was given to me at the beginning of COVID that I I love too. You know, on the Titanic when the boat is sinking uh, visualizing COVID as being similar to that society yeah. is going down and yes. changes are happening. And who are you on the boat of the yeah. Titanic? Are you yeah. the person that's running around screaming with like a chicken with their head cut off? Or are you the one that's, um, organizing the, uh, women and children on mm. one side of the boat? Or are you the one that's playing in the orchestra, you know, in the center while everybody,
0: just to keep everybody calm, um, I've asked you all the is... people where they lock the gates yeah. and left their lower things. And are you going to just go down with the boat or are you going to fight to get out? You know, there so, you go. um,
1: there
0: you go. I think so many people at this time I did, I did a show last week on divorce, you know, to divorce or not to divorce during mm. COVID. Oh, that's good. And, uh, you know, right now we're looking very much at people like suddenly the, with their spouses 24 seven and initially, oh, it's so romantic. And now it's like, God, when are you going back to work? Yes, <laughs> yes. And people are realizing that, you know, the the, um, the short period of times they have with their spouses was mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, with them longevity that, that really they had not much in common mm-hmm. or they weren't getting each other or, or, mm-hmm. that, um, or that they had an awful lot of work to do. Totally. Yes,
1: exactly. I actually shifted towards um, relationship coaching and mental health coaching during COVID. And mm. I was working with people one on one because I noticed the need for that.
0: Oh, yes. And yes. Um,
1: especially during COVID, because this is the, the, the one thing that I noticed from speaking with clients is that people were so reliant on outside sources for their happiness. So they yes. were reliant on their Starbucks coffees, they yeah. were reliant on the gyms, on the, the studios, on their jobs. Um, to, to have that sense of peace within themselves and just to basically burn themselves out to the point that they could then relax and surrender yeah but they when you no longer had that then you were in conflict with your partner because you were seeking outside validation or looking to your partner to calm you down and so on and so on and be you know all of the things on the list right mean um the counselor, being the confidant, being the chef, being the perfect love maker, being yeah. the this and the that. And to have one person fulfill all of those needs is just absolutely <laughs> absurd.
0: It so, is absurd and, and unfair. And unfair.
1: unfair.
0: Yeah. And now you're going to say, you don't fulfill my needs. Well, you know, you've got 300 of them there. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, and what are you doing
0: to yes. fulfill your own needs? And, yes. And
1: you know, where is your level of peace within yourself that, that, that exists within you and not outside of you.
0: Right. Um, so I had, I the, had a lovely, a lovely couple on that. I've, I've interviewed over and over again, cause he does wonderful channeling of Kutumi yeah. and, uh, and it's, it's Tom and Shelley Neglo and they've been married 49 years, but they wow. had, they had a period around about the 15th, 16th year where they realized yeah. their marriage was falling apart and they made a pact for each one of them to go and take their own personal journey. And then to see in the new light, could they come back together? And they came back stronger. And during the interview, she's folded up into his arms. You know, after 49 years of marriage, they work together, they do everything together. And you can just see that love there. But they say the reason they got lost is because they were living in the expectation, the children, the this, the that, the job. And they lost uh, the the identity of themselves and of each other. And so they had to go re-identify themselves and bring themselves back to the relationship.
1: Right, right, and which is right?
0: Where I mean, how many people uh, leave someone immediately, start kind mm-hmm. of dating someone else to to, to fulfill their need? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. three fingers back at you. You yes. the book. Right? Yes, people exactly. are going to love you in your light. What is your light? Where is it? Yes. Is it dim? Is it out? You got <laughs> it. You got it. That's incredible. Have you heard of the uh,
1: relationship therapist Esther Perel?
0: yes yes
1: oh she's been doing it for years i think she's from uh belgium or denmark Mm -hmm. and she her energy reminds me a lot of yours actually i Mm -hmm. think you would you would love watching her watching her speak and um that's exactly what she says to Mm -hmm. value freedom you know because she says cheating is not the end of the road in a relationship Mm -hmm. that you can really make it past infidelity and um, that, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat of a symptom of much greater issues in the relationship. And ultimately she says, what you just said is that, that they have lost two parties in the relationship have lost their sense of self and that they have identified as being one instead of separate, two whole beings moving parallel with one another, choosing each other every day versus this mashed potatoes codependency where, and then if your needs aren't being met, you're just like, you know, blaming the other person for your own unhappiness. So- and, and then if it's so want. easy
0: to blame someone else all the time instead of take responsibility for it. Exactly. For
1: mm-hmm. So much
0: easier to do yeah. that than to look in the mirror, right? Yes. So she says, if you want
1: your partner to change their dance and you want them to do the cha-cha, you've got to start doing the cha-cha first. Yes.
0: The invitational again, <laughs> inspirational yeah. and invitational, right? Yes. And, and, you know, and then very often it could come to the part that you are just too different. Yes. Who you were when you got married. Yes. You've both evolved in different directions and they can't come back together. But that doesn't mean there has to be animosity. There has to be hate hate or competition that you have to tear the kids apart. No. No. It just means now that as two whole people, you could be better parents to those children. Absolutely. That's what happened
1: with my ex and I. Right.
0: And and, uh, that child is going to benefit not from a broken family, but having two parents that are both exploring their own lives and bringing that peace and love back to the child. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And there's so much to be learned in that for the child. There's so many beautiful lessons in that, that, you know, I, I come from that background, having a child with my ex-husband and part of the, one of the things that helped me move forward and move on from my marriage was knowing that my daughter was going to learn to be her own person and live yes. in her truth by watching mama be her own person exactly. and live in her truth. Not yes. by me telling her to do something and then not having the courage to do it for myself or wanting her to live a better life than I was, you know, that 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 I wasn't brave enough to live, but instead stopping and saying, no, I can do this. And I'm going to be that example for her to know that she's never stuck or there's never, um, there's never no options that she always has the freedom to be herself in any situation. There's nothing that that you can't undo or that you can't um, break free from in order to explore yourself further. Right. I and mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We need to do that. I, I, and so your daughter parallels. has a gift
0: of her mom finding that out while she's young. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> my poor kids, um, it was actually my kids that say, mom, it's time for a divorce. It's simply oh not working. Goodness. And, oh. uh, you know, and I say, That's well, incredible. I'm staying for the kid. No, we're, no, we're fine. You right. know, it, it, the, the dysfunction between the two of you that is never going to be rectified is worse right. for us. And, right. and I had to look at that and it was not easy. And, you know, the whole transition was not easy, but I realized that I had completely lost myself. Yes. And um, trying to be what mm. I would never, ever live up to be, never. Mm. And, and in that journey of my own self-discovery, um, which has been a good 20 year journey. Mm. And uh, you know, I started these shows eight years ago and now of course have my own network. Um, I found who Sara is and who mm. Sara's meant to be and what Sara's meant to do. And I'm very happy with who I am. And people, as I said, can take me or leave me. I yes. am no longer going to bend into any pretzel for anybody. Yes. Right? I'm, I'm a willow tree. I will mm-hmm. blow in the wind. My branches are very, very flexible, but you're yes. not going to break my trunk or yes. uproot my roots. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. For your selfish needs or desires. Exactly. And exactly not going to happen.
0: And I'm very happy being with yeah. me. Yes. And yes. You know, I'm, I. You know, sometimes I would love to have a partner just to go out for dinner with or dinner parties and things like that. Certain things you right. do miss, you know, yeah. having a partner for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm certainly not going to lose myself. Right or a partnership, you know, it, it, if right. it comes, it comes. And I can take myself out for dinner, which I often do.
1: Yes. I, lovely. I,
0: I have no qualms of going off, you know, to a restaurant, having a glass of wine and a bite to eat. I can be just as good company for myself as I can be with someone else.
1: That's right? beautiful. That's beautiful. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I ask you questions? Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is your interview, but can I ask you a question? I, um, I, I have a, a Zia an auntie, which is auntie in Italian that, um, speaks so much like you. She reminds me so much of you. She's very strong in her power, um, dates herself, does all of those things. And she's, she tells me that she's one of the reasons why she's not unwilling to date and move forward at this point in her life is um, that she's unwilling to compromise. Yeah. But then you hear, and I feel in relationships that even through my own personal experience that compromises at the top of, you know, one of the things at the top of the list. So can you explain to me the balance between, okay. yeah, do, do you feel I'm me? Going,
0: I'm going to <laughs> take a tree example again. Okay. Right? Okay. You know, um, The tree's roots have a wonderful matrix that connect with all the other trees in the forest. So you Mm -hmm. have that support. Your trunk is the experience of your life, however thick it is meant to be. be It becomes sturdy and solid, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But the branches need to be flexible. Mm -hmm. And I love wind. Wind for me is always clearing. It's always rejuvenating. It is uplifting. Mm -hmm. And when the wind blows those branches, you could be as flexible and compromising as you like. Mm. But if it blows to a point where it wants to bend uh, or break those branches, no. Have your boundaries. You can be flexible, you can uh, compromise, but it's got to be within your, your uh, flexibility, within your boundaries. If it takes you outside of that and the branches start to break, then you've gone too far and you're losing yourself again. Right.
1: Oh, that was so good! I will remember that. I work so good with visuals. Mm. I'm a yeah. I'm a person
0: too.
1: <laughs> your trunk being your center, who yeah. you are, your knowing, your your non-negotiables,
0: yeah, and it's again, your sturdiness, it's your strength, yes, yes your right, presence, yeah. yeah, and your root is your connection, mm-hmm. and and uh, mm-hmm. if the thing is, is that connection. We we have to understand we're all a cell within the cellular structure Mm -hmm. of humanity Mm -hmm. and which in each and every one of us, there are trillions of cells. Mm -hmm. And if those cells start breaking down, there has a ripple effect on the other cells around it and everything starts breaking down. And what we're looking for constantly is everything to be plump and juicy and healthy in the collective. We're looking at a cellular structure in the world right now that is causing dis-ease Yes. And it's breaking it down. And yes. basically the body saying, replenish me, put goodness into me, rejuvenate me, take away your hate, your yes. fear, your judgment, take away your, your um, doubt, your insecurity, mm-hmm. and simply love me and rebuild my cells because if we look at each and every one of us as a cellular structure in that collective,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are responsible for our own plump juiciness and healthiness mm-hmm. in that collective,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And mm-hmm. so we don't want to bring a diseased cell to the collective because it will ripple out. Absolutely. So we owe it to the collective humanity, to the universe, to this planet, to all energy to be as plump and juicy and healthy and as abundant as we possibly can be because we are the solution that we seek. Right. Oh, I love that. We are the solution that we seek. And just to
1: tie it back with, with, um, the discomfort that we're feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. Part of the work that I do is um, because I believe that everything is in a cycle and a process of death and rebirth. Death and rebirth. That that is the natural flow. We see it in the seasons. We see it in everything all around us. Nature tells us everything we need to know about life. It's
0: right there. Everything (laughs) is seasonal. Everything is seasonal. Everything. Yeah.
1: But what I've I've found with talking with, with humans and working with people is that they have a really hard time letting themselves die letting themselves yes. burn, being yes. in the discomfort that they're, they're constantly treading water and not, not allowing their, um, one of my favorite books is called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Have mm-hmm. you read that one? No, I haven't. Recently, Oh, that one's just so good. And she says um, that we are preventing ourselves. We are trying to resurrect ourselves from the ashes before allowing for the crucifixion to happen first. Right. Right. And I, I, I really resonated with that, and I got very clear during COVID as my part of what I do is teaching people to sit in their discomfort and sit with their pain and not try to change it, avoid or distract themselves, or numb it, it. or Or numb numb it. it. Yes, Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and we do it in so many different ways. We some of us do it with with food. We do it with relationships. We can do it with shopping. We can do it with drugs, Drugs, alcohol. You name it. Like it can come in multiple different. Avoiding, absolutely. One of the ones that flies under the radar the most is um, seeking outside validation yes you know, I was like a validation junkie I can yep. I can definitely yep. say yep. I'm um, in recovery um, from that yes I can definitely <laughs> say I that has been one validation. of my curses as well <laughs> <Yes. Yep. laughs> so just stopping all of that all of that that seeking and grasping and the desiring and just allowing yourself to be to effort you know effortlessly let yourself tree doesn't think about how it's going to grow it just is it just grows
0: effortlessly uh, a forest. Yeah is uh, has abundance of different trees yes and they're all growing at different uh, levels of Mm -hmm. life and Mm -hmm. even when they fall life comes from them so life is constantly in a cycle and what we've got to understand in our book of life there are going to be many chapters and you can't start a new chapter until this chapter is concluded you've got it whether yes. you look at it as a death for some people oh, that's too much yeah. look yeah. at it as an end of a chapter and you need to tidy up that ending yes. because you cannot take you know the uh, this inconclusion into the next chapter yeah right mm-hmm. the next chapter has to have something that will lead you into the possibilities mm-hmm. something that will lead you into the clarification something mm-hmm. that will lead you into the direction you're meant to go in mm-hmm. One of the books that I'm spouting about right now is Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson, MD. Okay. It is a a book that's been around for donkey's years. It's so metaphorical. It's two men, two mice around abundance of cheese. One -hmm. day the cheese is gone. And there's the reaction of all four on that cheese sniffy and scurry go and sniff out and scurry new cheese cheese is gone let's go look for it elsewhere hem and ha well hem wants to sue someone wants to kill someone give me back my cheese right angry and her is like i I don't know what to do where do i find it where do i research it where do i this and that and eventually realizes look i'm getting hungry if i don't move i'm never going you know i'm not going to make it to the next cheese so i've got to do that and it's all about change and i'm a true colors coach as well so those four key personality traits there are very much aligned with our personality traits and when we understand our trait is to be hesitant or to be naturally fearful or not to like change then we know we're going to have to work more due diligently on creating a path that we feel safe with in order to right. accept the change and move forward. And right. for other people, it's like change, innovation. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do yes. that. Yes. Right? And not everybody is going to be at that level. It depends on the personality trait. It depends where yes. they're at. Yes. And we have to guide people and navigate them through the waters that, um, that they feel safe in. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to dive into the ocean and swim to the other side mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. people you know going to need the cruise ship in the in the canal
1: totally totally it. and and i think that there's a way that we can practice it yes you know, that we on a daily basis yes and that is honestly and make it
0: a norm make it and make norm. it a normal yeah. yeah and
1: it's the willingness to fail
0: yes oh and to do you something you don't know success until you yeah. know failure
1: yes totally <laughs> Totally, yep. and I think that what, what what holds people back from accepting change and moving forward and progressing in, in that way and, and innovating the experience is that they're they're too afraid to look dumb or to yes. not succeed and what will people think of mindset. me?
0: Exactly. Right. You know, Coming will people that, right? judge me? Yeah. You know, will I look stupid and inferior? Yes. And yes. where does that come from? That comes from that hyperlooked and academic exactly. only uh, with people that haven't connected with heart and soul because heart and soul doesn't judge you. Heart doesn't and soul judge. wants to nurture you.
1: Totally totally so and that's where that exactly that that faith piece comes in where you know that the universe has got your back no matter what and um just go for it that was part yeah. of the reason why I, I went to humble roots too is because i committed to failing a, a hundred times this
0: year yeah you know what i, I consider failure <laughs> failure is when you give up and don't do anything when you don't learn yeah when you don't learn. what i actually call what you might call failure i call them redirects yes Yes, right. Okay. I've, absolutely. Hit a, I've hit a cul-de-sac. Am I going to beat on the wall and say, give me an opening, or am I going to turn around and look for another avenue?
1: Totally. It's a redirect. Totally. Yes. If
0: something hasn't worked, what did you learn from it? Right. And it might be simply, that was a wrong turn. Yes. Are you going to panic and just stay there? Right. Or are you going to turn around and look for another way out?
1: You got it. Totally. Another way forward. For sure. And I think for a lot of people too, it's a pride and ego will hold them back from trying uh, new things. Right. So
0: ego is a whole different show. It sure it certainly
1: is. I tell you, when I work with people one on one and I put them in pigeons pose for, you know, six or seven minutes on one side, the ego shows its ugly head. Oh yes. And then it's my that's my job to be like, you're safe. Breathe yeah. and go inward because those are all those moments where we are being tested in our, in high yeah. levels of discomfort, which shows up in fitness. It shows up in Pilates. It shows up in yoga. It shows up with cold plunges. Then those are the moments right there in the moment when you're panicking and you want to freak out and run Right to go. It's an invitation to go yes. deep Yes, to find new lever levels and layers of peace within the self. And this is something that we can practice every single day. And breath work can be one of the best things for it.
0: And exploration. Change our mindset mm-hmm. too. is like it's unknown and I don't know where I'm going to. Exploration. Yes. I'm going to explore this. Yes. This is an adventure. Yeah. Would, we, where would we be here in, in this country? Would we be anywhere in the world if we didn't have explorers? Mm-hmm. If we didn't have adventurers, if we didn't mm-hmm. have creatives, if we didn't have people, I go, I wonder if yes. I did this and I did that, what would happen? Would we even simply have a light bulb, Einstein hadn't right. done, you know, a thousand of them and didn't stop at 999, yes. right? You know, and the thing yeah. is, is that the persistence of mm-hmm. trying, you know, that didn't work. Take note, try something else, try something else. And, mm-hmm. you know, it may change. Um, it's entire look mm-hmm. and its entire purpose by the time you get it to work But the, all you've done along the way is learn 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 learn. So when you can open the doors to it. It's right It's right now to move forward
1: You got it and that's I think one of the biggest keys to success is yeah. persistence in grit.
0: Yes. yes and tenacity <laughs> yes all the things all but the I things. also think is where is it coming from we all would like to have some success especially some financial um, success because right. we're human we, and we need to sustain our humanity yes. mm-hmm. but I think understanding that the financial side of things is, is a tool it, mm-hmm. is a, it is a part of the process that allows growth or allows yes. development right. it is not a definition of you Right. Right. Uh, Nor is the position in your job. I respect the fact that you've earned that job, but I'm still going to hold you accountable to who you are from the inside out. Absolutely. And in industry today and in business today, in, enormous amount of coaches that I've interviewed that are working with governments, working with huge corporations, working with um with individuals. It's all about where's your heart and soul in the business. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm so happy to I hear I am that. too. I am too. Sarah, and that's it, awesome. It is where's your heart and soul? Be the heart and soul of the business. Yeah. That's the invitation. That is the inspiration. Beautiful. And when people see how infused you are about what you do. Mm-hmm. then people are going to want to be more a part of what you do. Exactly. Right? If it is, how much can I get from you? Yes. Oh, I'm not enough. And you know, I yeah. get it with the show. So how many people listen? I'll only come on if there's 5,000 listeners. And I said, right. then don't come on. I can't guarantee one. But right. if one person's listened and one person shifted and one person's taken a different path, <laughs> that is enrichment. Yes. That is abundance. And that is worth more than any dollar. It is.
1: Absolutely. That's what I say about teaching my yoga classes is yeah. I could teach it as, as long as one person shows
0: up. Yes. I'm happy. Yes. Yeah. And that one person will have a ripple effect on the next person.
1: Totally. Totally.
0: And that actually there, there was a guy that uh, was a war he admits he was a war monger. He kept signing mm-hmm. up and going back and going back because he didn't mm-hmm. know how to live here. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was in the adrenaline all the yeah. time. Yeah. And then a friend of his got him to come and do a yoga class and it changed his life. And now he has this yoga platform for veterans and their entire families oh, so that amazing. all of them can get onto that plane yeah right and yes. and and be at one with each other in that re-direction and re-introduction and recovery right. as a family Absolutely. Oh. and he said never if you told me yoga was going to do it no, I never would have thought. I'm the one that goes out, first one out the gate, first one in the line of fire. And totally. here I am in peace now. Totally. So, There's
1: a very common misconception around very,
0: yoga. And what it is.
1: is. People think yeah. that it's a physical practice and it's to look a certain way or I don't even know. I don't even know how what, what, what people think of it, but I know that a lot of women are attracted to it. Yes. And a lot of men think that it's, uh, it's a feminine a thing, It's yes. a woman's activity. <laughs> yeah. And I have met some male yoga teachers and male participants. That's where I met my partner. He was coming to class and I was like, oh my goodness, that, you know, such an amazing exploration of yourself in class. And, um, we just started talking and, and he was like, I've never felt so good in my entire life that it is harder than I thought it could have ever been. And the benefits from it are everything because yoga is truly a way of life. It's not just a physical practice. It's, um, it's a lifestyle and to be a yogi is it's a path that that you can walk and continue to revisit your whole life because it's not about being a master there's no such no. thing it's not a sophisticated form of calisthenics it's a constant state of inquiry, becoming the teacher and then the student and the teacher and the mm-hmm. student. And it's it's representative in the cycle of life that we see in everything. They just have, um, there's, there's a beautiful community and these are yeah. teachings that have been passed down for thousands of years and there's tons of support. So. And
0: any, anybody Wonderful. can do it. I mean, I, I can't get on the ground. It would need a crane to get me out. For everybody. I know that <laughs> there, is, there is, even in a wheelchair, you can do various yeah. parts of yoga. Yes. Uh, any age, you know, depending on the flexibility. Yes. And, uh, it, and it just, it is, it is mind calming. And when the mind is calm, the body will be calm. You That's should it. definitely talk to Tabitha and Rebecca because they're doing yoga all the time at home and they should do Amazing. some yoga with you.
1: Yeah, we were talking about doing some morning yoga classes
0: at the- yes. at- at Humble Roots. Yes, yes. Yeah. We used to do I'd be them. happy
1: to do some in-home with them, too, if they're interested.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, they're both they're both into that, especially my daughter, um, who awesome. needs it to keep her calm. And You've met Jalapa. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Talk about a whirlwind. She is that. Yes. She's <laughs> a go-getter. She, she's a free sure. spirit, total free spirit that nobody can uh, encapsulate. But that the yoga for her has been the calming. Yeah. it has been the one to kind of center and bring her down and right. and for me especially as an asthmatic breathing is so important obviously oh. because I know what it's like to be without breath, breath. Is so but it's powerful. also that at least three breaths to calm down yes. before you speak before you react
1: yes you know,
0: and and then three breaths is it important Right. It important to, or I'll guide me with the right words to react, to say. Exactly. And sometimes there are no words, just take the breath, and sometimes the clarity comes forth in the knowingness. It but certainly does. We are too quick to react instead of taking that breath.
1: Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Just
0: centering ourselves before we because do our,
1: Exactly, and that's it. That is probably one of the biggest teachings of yoga is it helps us to broaden our perception of life because most people walk around with a male-slot view of the world around them. And yoga teaches you to let go of that and open the door and say, oh my gosh, there's a whole world around here. And that comes through with breathing and learning to respond versus reacting. Yes. I love how you use the analogy of the tree, mm-hmm. but in, in the yoga philosophy, and I think that it this complements the analogy of the tree and, you know, maintaining your trunk and your roots and just blowing with the wind, well, it does, it's, it's more like the branches is what yeah. they're saying, but um, they, in the, uh, the yoga sutras, which is basically all of the lessons that leads up to samadhi, which is the ultimate state of existence, where we literally have monks in Tibet and Peru that are living in caves and not eating or drinking and just breathing off of water and are able to almost teleport and go in and out of different life cycles, which is absolutely insane. And I have no reference point to that whatsoever. We can all multi. We to can that all
0: multi-dimensional <laughs> travel. I do it all the time. <laughs> yes, I would love to hear more about that. They were talking
1: about um, in the in the Yoga Sutras that you become a weed. So yes. when when the storm hits that you are being blown over and the water will pass over you. And then when the sun comes out, you can come right back up. Yeah. So you have the flexibility and the yes. movement to go with the flow of life. And that is also represented in the physical body. So when our bodies are being distorted and moved in positions and in ways that we don't normally do on a daily basis, that gives energy the freedom to flow through you instead of being held and which creates blockages in your body. Right. And it shows up in autoimmune diseases, kyphosis, Mm -hmm. um, sore hips, you name it, that the chakras are connected to different aspects of your life. So, you know, the crown of your head being enlightenment and then where your intuition, your third eye, and then speaking Mm -hmm. your truth and your heart chakra and your sacral and so on and so forth. It goes down to your root. Yeah. And, uh, each of them are connected to different aspects of who you are and, and the truth of your spirit. And we can look at those areas of our bodies when they're showing us discomfort, or we have pain, or we're in a state of disease, mm. because our, our disease does not exist in a body that is in dis-ease. It exists yes. in a body that is. At, it does. It ex- in a body that is at ease. Yeah. So um, through yoga, we just we're, we're able to allow ourselves to to flow and to move and right. to just be with the process of life and not cling or
0: hold on or resist yeah. but just return back to our breath and allow and be allow big mud allow surrender and yes. allow. allow because we, you know we want to be in control right. and you know when you realize you have no control in fact the no. control you have is the fact that you have no control yeah and you just go with the wind with the flow of life and allow uh, and be aware Yes. and pay attention you Be know alert. then then you will yeah. go where you need to go and and know what you need to do when you get there right um, there was one person I had on which used the call the Claveant, uh, Claveant, um, gourmet, mm-hmm. and she talks about the chakras and mm-hmm. that if we're craving certain color foods
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: because the chakras are needing attention
1: absolutely absolutely that's so true I um, I've learned so much through through the process of yoga um because even down to you know when I'm feeling when I'm feeling distressed or I'm feeling like out of place or whatever that that word allow connects me to a sense of alertness yes to a, a increasing your perception of more possibilities for your life
0: yeah. which Be open ready Be to open. receive.
1: Mm. Yes, but we can't see those possibilities. No. And we are in a to of alertness.
0: Exactly. And
1: awareness yes. is everything. Yes. And to achieve that level of alertness and awareness where we can perceive more possibilities. I mean, anxiety and depression is that mailbox view because we mm. can't see other possibilities for our lives. But when we open the door, anxiety and depression falls away because we can see that we are truly limitless in our, in our potential in life, but it's all connected. We have to look at what we're eating. We have to look at the music that we're listening to. Yes. We have to look at the influences in our lives. We have to look at our environment, um, how we speak, the words that we use, the clothing that we wear, the materials on our bodies, mm-hmm. everything. So that's why yoga is so amazing because it is, it's all encompassing. It's an entire lifestyle, a way of life
0: it's it's a stepping into a sensuality and a lot Mm -hmm. of people associate sensuality as sexuality Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it can lead them most certainly to a heightened sexuality but Mm -hmm. to be tuned into your sensuality is literally to be tuned into your senses Mm -hmm. and when you're tuned into your senses you -hmm. can read what you need to do and who you are and what is Mm -hmm. what is around you because you are Open and ready to receive. Everything is right. open and ready to receive. You know, you can feel the energy, right? And you go with the flow, and you and you inquire, or you you uh, you understand what is in front of you, and you just you know, don't start to analyze it. Well, what does this mean and this and that? No, take the step forward. It will mm-hmm. be revealed. Mm-hmm. We are exactly. not meant to go through life with a manual. We're not meant to go through life knowing no. where we go. We can have a plan. Yes. You know, there's, I would like to achieve ABC in mm-hmm. my life. How mm-hmm. I get there, I need to allow.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: will be guided down that path with the people I need along the way as I journey forward.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You got it.
1: I love that. Um the senses are also very limited to your perception. Mm-hmm. So beyond the senses is like the state of a state of presence and awareness that you hear like Eckhart Tolle talking a lot about. Um, and in the Bhagavad Gita, it's the, it's called uh, Samadhi and Brahma, which is, behind the senses so we can use our senses our taste our touch to really feel the tangible sense of awareness in the presence right now mm-hmm. but then you can also get to that state of where the senses just kind of drift away and you're you're yeah. that's yeah. true enlightenment you're just in yeah. it
0: you're in yeah. it you are in. you're in in it
1: yeah and then it. once you see you can't unsee
0: right exactly <laughs> yeah know, everybody's looking to 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 do yeah. And and really, what we need to, to do is actually to be, to be, yeah, to feel, right? to be. Because when yes. we are it, it just is. Yes. Right. Yes. And then we actually understand. I can't do anything against my core. Yes. It may make sense to someone else that I do A, B, and C, mm-hmm. but my core says no. Mm-hmm. And if I do not honor my core, I am not honoring my truth. Yes. It, it may be right for you, but it is not the path I'm meant to take for me. Right. And this is where the head comes in. Yes, but you know, so-and-so does it. And so-and-so said this, and it kind of makes sense. But what does your core say? Mm-hmm. Never ever go against your core because mm-hmm. your core is where your it's your guidance system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I love that so much.
1: When did you stop doubting yourself?
0: <laughs> I was born doubting myself.
1: Right? Um, <laughs> I think we all are. I just love talking about this because that's, that's one of the things that I think people struggle with a lot is yeah. self-doubt.
0: Well, I was an odd child. I mean, I was a very sickly child, in bed a lot. I would get mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and the rest of the time I'd pretty well be on my own. No mm-hmm. music, no TV, oh, yeah. nothing like that. And um, so I played with dead people, and I asked or traveled. Wow. And uh, why can't other people see them? And why can't other people go and do this? And so, you know, when I say about multidimensionals, I've lived on many dimensions. You know, okay. it's it's got nothing to do with the body. I'm just gone there you know (sighs) allow wherever it needs to go and I've always been the knowingness person so I was the one to be able to impart the wisdom to people without really even understanding what it is I was imparting I would counsel my teachers you know because I recognized the problem and the when the energy allowed me to speak Mm. Uh, and I didn't analyze and I didn't judge and I didn't question it just came Mm. and it was what they needed to hear in that moment Mm
1: -hmm. Had they
0: said well how do you know that i don't know i just do and so growing up i was very very spiritual and then there was the journey of being that spiritual being and of course you know i'm a 70s chick so you know the hippies and the spiritual journey was kind of quite big and i took some roads where i didn't protect myself and kind of had a body snatching and a few other mm-hmm. things go on okay. um and then it, it was kind of coming into my own but when i came here i went into you know marriage and and babies and and all that expectation of life and for a long time yes. i lost me i lost yes. who i was and yes. it was that journey to come back to my purpose my many lifetime purpose yes and it was for me to in this lifetime with the energies that are here now with the with the permission that it's here now for me to step into the meaningful purpose that i was given all those many 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 years and years and years ago thousands of years ago when i came to this planet right beautiful but you know talking about that growing up you know in 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 the world that was still about drive and and you know money and everything else it was just you know not a language people were ready to hear but this time people are ready to hear it
1: so do you do you still doubt yourself or is that eliminated
0: no i'm incredible uh, whatever i have to say is for the ears that are ready to hear Mm. and it's not for me to judge who is to hear it it is Mm -hmm. not for me to even question what i say i am saying Mm -hmm. what i need to say when Mm -hmm. i need to say it and Um, I've been compared to a few people and I said, that's really wonderful. Thank you. But I'm Sarah. Mm -hmm. And I've had other people say, well, why don't you do your shows like this or like that? Mm -hmm. And I said, because I'm Sarah. Yes. Right. And and Sarah will do what Sarah needs to do because this is my literal channel of what I need to do. I've stepped into my meaningful purpose yes and do i battle sometimes with the business side of it and you know the the retrograde <laughs> and all the other side of it yes of course yeah. you know yeah. uh, because it's it's still against the grain of who i am but i've learned to do it because i know it's part and parcel of what i love to do right right, right? you just
1: don't doubt those challenges when they come in anymore no, the, though the, you they're there and I have to deal them with them yeah exactly as being a necessary part of life and right growths.
0: and you know yeah. um I, I have a physical illness and, and I understand why it was given to me because otherwise my energy would have been too high for most people. Mm. And so it dampens the energy mm. and, uh, I'm, and I'm still for some people too much. So it's everything uh, for has me. a reason no, for, people who connect, no. for people who are on the same spiritual yeah, plane. No, yeah. when I but, see
1: you, I'm like, so like me, you're like me. Yes, oh my yes. <laughs> the energy was so dancing away in your face and <laughs> loves to
0: talk. Oh, yes. Yeah. You. Well, you know, it, the gift that you have is is the fact that at your age you have found yourself, you've found your meaningful purpose, you're doing what you love. Uh, what you love yeah. is so beneficial to other beings
1: and um, mm-hmm. stepping
0: into beingness. It is yes. a gift to your child to show that she can be whatever yes. she wants to be, there aren't any limitations. Right. Mm-hmm. There may be boundaries sometimes because there needs yeah. to be, but there doesn't mean there have to be limitation and that right. exploring herself her own self-discovery she can do there is no right or wrong it's just a a question of what you do with the knowledge right exactly So it's a wonderful gift that you have it at your age and and i know that you will be extremely beneficial to all the people that you serve because you have it and because of what you're doing having said that how Mm -hmm. do people get hold of you and become part of your your um offerings your, yeah you're offering your jessica wild offerings <laughs>
1: my wildness
0: your wild offerings <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best place to do it is on instagram you can find me on instagram i'm answering messages and posting weekly and daily so that's uh jessica dot wild so excuse me jessica underscore wild dot transformations i have my offerings and my highlights and in my stories right now my favorite offering is every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 a.m. in Maple Ridge. The link is in my bio. I teach a two hour yoga class. And the first hour is the physical asana practice. And the second hour is the philosophy of yoga and talking about and doing a lot of the introspective work and a lot of partner work and collaborative work with everybody in the class. So building a community there, Um, it is, $10 $10 for the first hour, if you want to say for the second hour, it's another 10. So 20 in total. And uh, I'm working up towards creating a yoga teacher training program. So mm-hmm. that is ultimately what I would love to do, uh, because I also plan and execute retreats and workshops. Of course, that's come to a hold because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, but i've done retreats in bali costa rica italy um, locally here on the island in maple ridge so i would love to continue that work and create a yoga teacher training program and in the the coolest destinations around the world but for now it's um this one yoga class that i is just my heart and soul and um, you can find me on instagram and facebook as well jessica wild
0: and you also have a first um light yoga yes. my uh, kajabi.com yes first
1: da- first dash light dash yoga at mykajabi.com. kajabi.com mm-hmm. Some, yeah i'm pretty sure that's it i you'll attach the the exact link into the bio what yes. that is is if um so even in my in my bio on instagram you'll see uh the link to a weight lo- it's, it's a weight loss cheat sheet is what I call it, but it's, it's an invitation to be added to my email list, which then I will email you my offerings. I've also um, organized an ecstatic dance party that happened this past Saturday. I had 17 people come out and it was so much fun. And I have access to some amazing venues locally in Maple Ridge.
0: So. Yes. Yeah, and while you go up there, then you go up awesome. to Humble Roots afterwards for a good, healthy meal. Exactly. <laughs> and I've been
1: sending, that's so funny that you said that because after my yoga class in Maple Ridge, because it's down the street, I've been sending people to Humble Roots. Like if anybody's interested in lunch and they've been going, they've yes. been going, so it's great. Yeah, and they'll
0: keep going back too. Good food. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and of course, uh, you're Jessica Wilde on Facebook as well. I am. Great. And um, yes. I'm really glad we connected definitely on, on many so levels. And uh, so I wonderful. will actually be uh, lunching with you soon, along Yay! with um, with awesome. Anna, who I had on. Which I know that you guys are going to get on exceptionally yes. well. The same energies yes. there. And uh, it, you know, it, it is about you know knowing our instrument, finding our orchestra. Yeah. And yeah. you know, uh, you you could even be a person that jumps from orchestra to orchestra depending on what it is you want to play. But totally. it's know your own music, know your yeah. own gift, uh, and and know and allow to use that gift as exactly. because that gift is what you are here for is you what it. you're here to do. Yes. Yes.
1: I could not agree more. Thank you so much. You are definitely using your gift. And you have found your
0: instrument. I have found my instrument, yes. And I've created an entire interview. orchestra here, the Orchard of Wisdom Library, ready for clicking.
1: Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> you know, and and it's uh, you wonderful. know, with sharing, you know, the, the wonderful whys and the stories and the hows yeah. and the knowledge with people like you. So, yeah. you know, it's um that's you know, so I call it, I call it a library when people are ready and they're looking for a yeah. solution. Come and cruise. I'm going to be cruising away.
1: I've been looking for a new podcast. There are
0: so many people I know you will find a synergy with. And there are so many people out there that have have made their own self-discovery and found their beautiful instrument and now sharing it with the world. And as I say, the greatest gift, the greatest gift is people sharing their vulnerability, what they've learned from it, and sharing those tools and gifts and passion with everyone else. I don't think there's any better gifts than that. I don't think so either
1: thank you for affirming so much for me It was such My, a beautiful conversation
0: yeah i'm really happy we had it and you know i know there's going to be more down the road we'll probably do a round table and uh, lovely and yeah it's uh it's just allowing isn't it allowing. it is go with the flow yes. allow explore yoga has been known for so long yeah. to be a place to find your center Yes. And uh, you know whether you feel, oh, I don't know, I, c- I, I, I personally know I can't because of my care, my disability. But I know for so many other people, well, I don't know if I could do that. Well, you, you know, you're not going to go in there big pretzel straight away. No, you know, it's uh, there's the beginning baby steps. Uh, baby steps. But we really yes. need to take those steps and and tap into your breath and tap into the connection of your body. And as as um um Ms. Ms. Gail Pascal, a monk, uh, he said, you need to find. You need to be the mountain amongst the chaos. And he literally takes his, takes people into Times Square when Times mm-hmm. Square was open
1: mm-hmm. and has
0: them meditate amongst the chaos. It's not meditating in the silence, it's meditating in the chaos. So, whenever you're in chaos, you can find your I center love that. and you can find your peace. Yes. You, you are the peace that you seek. Yes. And you should oh, be able to find that's it anywhere. So good. I want to create
1: that. That you just gave me an idea.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I
1: think I'm. I think I'm going to have to create a Grand Central Station or a Center Square yeah. and do that. That sounds
0: absolutely beautiful.
1: Thank yeah, because I mean, that. game
0: with so many people. It's all very well when you're quiet, but how yeah. often are we quiet? Right. And when do we need that equilibrium, that balance, that peace? We need yes. it when we are amongst the chaos.
1: Exactly, and that's that's the work that I do is practicing when we're not in it like conditioning the soul to breathe and to return home in those uncomfortable situations no
0: matter where you are
1: no matter what's
0: going on so I'm always looking
1: for new ways to make people
0: feel uncomfortable
1: (laughs) 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 essentially so that that is great
0: I'm gonna do that thank you
1: yeah because through
0: through discomfort we find our comfortability totally
1: exactly thank you so much Sarah
0: Oh, my pleasure, love. And thank you very much. And I will see you soon for lunch next week.
1: Yes. Oh, are you going to be there next week?
0: <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Yes. So we'll, uh-huh. you and Anna and I will have lunch. And I know that we will probably kind of, you know, form an energetic field forward. around us. <laughs> it's going to I have no it's switch a lot of We're going to have to. We're going to yes. have
1: to put, it, put ourselves in a little bubble. The yeah. Little yeah, yeah. Re- recharge
0: people in our vicinity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: <laughs> you so much, Sarah. Thank you pleasure. very
0: much, love. And uh, folks, remember, there is always an answer so there's always a solution. It lies within you, and if you need to find an avenue to bring it out, explore, try it out. Yoga is long-standing known a one for it. Reach out to Jessica. Let her guide you along that path. Just simply step into allowing and see where it takes you. If you're feeling stuck, you're feeling confused, you're feeling trapped at the present moment. Well, there's very, very many ways that you can find your wind and go with the flow. Reach out to her and she'll help you find that direction. Until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life.